0: Welcome to our News of the Times History News Short. This is a bite-sized historical news extract from our fuller News of the Times podcast. An excerpt from the Wiltshire Times and Trowbridge Advertiser, September 1880. Correspondence, opinion from a practical student, lessons on cooking for the poor. To the editor, sir... I have read your account of Mr. J. C. Buckmaster's recent lecture on cooking published in the Advertiser, and beg to offer a few remarks upon any improvement in preparing food, especially as regards the labouring classes. Mr. Buckmaster has now lectured on this subject for years, and school cookery have been started in various towns, yet those by whom this instruction is most needed, the day labouring class, still continue to cook their meat in the worst possible fashion, as far as digestion and economy are concerned, and to waste one-sixth of their potatoes, they still retain their disdain for rabbit victuals, garden stuff, and eat as much meat, and drink as much beer as they can get or perhaps their fancies lean in the direction of white bread and tea. In any case, they disregard a most welcome, tasty, and satisfying class of foods amongst which may be enumerated beans, peas, oatmeal, rice, barley, and many others. My present object is to point out a few of the reasons for this disregard, and I would recommend them, to the consideration of those who are anxious to render their poor neighbours happier by showing them how to get better, nicer and more satisfying things to eat for no more or even at less cost than their present diet. The question of time and trouble does not receive sufficient consideration from Mr Buckmaster and his colleagues. Where a woman goes to a factory for twelve hours a day only coming home for an hour at mealtimes, it is simply impossible for her to prepare decently cooked meals. Perhaps she might get up little relish for supper, but unless she possesses extraordinarily vigour and constitution, she is far too fag out with the monotony, with the whir of machinery, and perhaps the impure atmosphere of the workshop or factory— or she has too many other matters to see to, to be capable of doing much in this respect. And it is unfortunate that the women with large families and therefore most required at home are those who most frequently find it requisite to eke out their husband's earnings by going to work themselves. Apart from this, suppose the mother does not go out to work, the household cares and worries of a young family do not leave her much opportunity or time to exercise the care and accuracy that are the principal requirements for good cooking. It is very easy for Mr. Buckmaster, with the aid of his gas stove and two female domestics, to turn out credible specimens of the culinary art. But how would he get on with a plain fireplace and only large enough to take one decent-sized saucepan. A well-known fancy hygienist has remarked that we build our houses as if there was no such thing as disease. We provide nothing for the comfort of the sick. In the case of many cottages for the labouring class, where nothing beyond a plain fireplace is provided, no oven, no boiler, we may say that the landlords build houses as if there was no such thing as cooking. Let us imagine women in such houses, with one or two young children about, her only utensils being a saucepan and a baking dish. Many of the lowering classes boast little more. How many of Mr. Buckmaster's recipes would be possible for her to carry out? It really is almost a cruel joke for Mr. Buckmaster to say— that the working woman should know how to make three or four sauces. I have known a great many poor folk, sick and healthy, and I have conversed with them on their mode of living, but I have never heard a one of them expressing the slightest desire for sauces. What the poor want is more convenience for preparing good, cheap food. Set a well-cooked plain dish before a working man, and he will get on very well without sources. Any endeavour to infuse anything in the way of variety into the hard, dull, monotonous, unelevating and fossilising lives of the poor have my best sympathies and prayers for their success. But in undertaking any work, it is best to face boldly any difficulties that beset our way not to be downhearted or intimidated by them not to be frightened by them but to rouse up our energies to overcome them when the more educated classes try to help the poor they must avoid all pride all patronism and pedantry and if it to be to teach them better cooking or anything else a very good dish to commence with is the milk of human kindness. You have been listening to News of the Times, and I am Robin Coles.